0: Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Abroad Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host, Alex Lischik, and joining me from the great English city of Southampton is Dima. How's it going, Dima? Oh,
1: uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. A um, few, uh, well, not not a few, but a questionable performance from Dynamo, as we'll uh, get on to. But, uh, yeah, not doing very well otherwise. Thank you. How are you guys?
0: I'm not doing too bad. And uh, joining us from the city they call the Reading of the United States is Eric. How's it going, Eric?
2: Actually, we're the Southampton of the United States. We're not not quite as good as Reading. Um, But uh, I'm exhausted. It's been an exhausting time. at work for me, but got some new clothes from Asus, got uh, Peloton delivered today, and new episode of the Denamo Abroad podcast. So life is pretty good.
0: Yeah, we are super stoked to get this one underway. And we're just going to start with some general news. Uh, The U19s won 5-0 against Minai. Um, if you don't if you haven't seen the highlights go check Naka Samba. Diallo scored an absolutely brilliant bicycle kick. Uh, goals also, besides Diallo were from uh, Igor uh, Horbach, Artem Uvarov uh, who Elias uh, Krimnik and Alexander uh all contributed on the goals and then what else we got? Uh, the cup draw will be in January <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Eric's making me laugh. Um, the cup draw will be in January. The teams are, besides the novel, Alexandria, Worskla, Waxtap, FK VU, Zarya, Lugansk, Mgake, and Dnipro-Odin. Um, it, so what's,
2: what's our preferred draw for this?
0: Y- you know what? I just, I want the weakest team. I really don't. Actually, you know what? They're all weaker than us. I don't care who we get.
2: So I would say... For me, I would go with Lviv, or honestly, I kind of would like Metalist, just so we can humble them a little bit. See, I, yeah, I, I Metalist, honestly.
0: See, I like, I, I would not mind Metalist either to humble them, but I think that eventually, at some point, I would be shocked if Metalist do not play us or wax tap. Um, And you already know that game is going to be in Kharkiv. Yaroslavsky is going to make sure it's going to be forty thousand. People at the game. I don't know. I I, I don't really care who. Get, although I put this, I said this earlier today, guys. That I think the draw will be, the randomness of the draw is going to have it so that all four of Nipro, Wax Tap, Metalis, and Dynamo all have easy draws, like based on their standard, to get into the semifinal.
2: I think Wax Tap will watch us end up with like Zoria or Vorsva.
0: I what? Hold on. This is what I predicted today. I predicted Metalis will get the easiest draw. So I predicted, Metalist will get Lviv. I said, we'll get Alexandria, because like, we should be Alexandria. Nipro will get Vorspa just because they just hammered Vorspa and Shakhtar will get Zoria. That, that's my predicting, prediction of the draw.
2: I'd be happy to see Waxtap uh, get Zoria. Um, <laughs> although, I don't know, I, I'm hoping that, uh, what's his name on Alexandria helps us out again. Um, yeah, Rebalka. You know what my uh gives let's... us a penalty in the 90th minute so that we can avoid a draw. Yeah.
0: Um, you know what was good though? Uh I would love Shakhtar Zoria, but it has to be that game from a couple years back when like Shakhtar got like three or four red cards. He had like, an, like a Yaroslav Rakitsky meltdown. Uh, when
1: when Bagdan Butko got subbed on, scored a round goal, gave away a penalty. Yeah. Ivan excellent. In...
0: Excellent. Ivan Petriak started for Shakhtar that day and got himself sent off for diving. Oh yeah, no,
1: Yeah, yeah. He scored, he scored, and then he got sent off.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, was it Fred that got sent
1: off as well? Yeah, and then Fred got sent off. I think I don't was, even know. Why, I don't even know why I watched that game, but I, that was one of the like the UPL games I actually watched, and that did not disappoint.
0: No, um, but yeah. So, uh, let us know in the comments uh, when we post this uh, on Twitter uh, who. Would you be your preferred cup draw? Uh, looks like from uh, the rest of the uh, Dinamo Broad podcast, we want Metalist.
2: Metalist,
0: Mgake uh, or MKG, Um, So we'll take them on. Um, uh, in all honesty, though, right? They, I'm not saying they don't have bad players like that, like Brazilian striker like Mateus or that Colombian striker like Budiascos, but they're really not that good of a team. Like they are yeah, they're much better than Per Shaliha, no shit. Like that's what happens when you spend five million or whatever on players. Well yeah. Ways. But like they're not even
1: undefeated in that, are they?
0: No, because they lost a they lost a Hiernik Sport. And they drew agribusiness, I think. Not even not even no, wax have lost Agro agribusiness, didn't they? So yeah, so Metalites are better than Shakhtar, that's what I'm saying here.
2: And don't forget about the whole thing with i think it was like the first however many what five six matches of the season when there were some very questionable refereeing decisions and like all these teams in the Perse, or at least several were like penning a letter and voicing their complaints about what was going on i mean you know that there's stuff going on behind the scenes
0: do you remember when one team literally like threatened to leave the league because of all that bullshit
2: oh yeah allianz yeah yeah yeah
0: um yeah, so Metalists, uh, we'll, I'll take them, no problem. But you know what the only thing that sucks is you already know that game's going to be in Kharkiv. It's not, it's not going to be in Kiev by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see what else we got. Lucescu's a candidate for the Romania job. No, thank you. Um, and his uh former side, Dinamo Bukaresti, uh, could become an affiliate. Uh, not really the best team in Romania, so just going to Yeah, be no there. thanks. But, uh, no, I'll actually take that. If we give them players like Antu... Kulach, Shabanov, Kadiri. Um,
2: yeah, if it's for us offloading players that we yeah. don't want, sure. And I, I,
0: Yeah, I have no problem. Um, I just know.
2: feel like we could probably do that with a little better club where it'll be a little bit more mutually beneficial where we can bring in um, players that, maybe young players that are talented that we are actually interested in, like we've talked about in the past in Zagreb or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely <laughs> going to be um, interesting, that. Uh, <laughs> um, on to some, uh, some more good news, actually, I would say. Uh, Dennis Popov could be fit for the winter friendlies. I think it's important um, for the team if we can get Popov and Burda back. he
1: had to be injured in the first place, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully him and Burda can get back to fitness and be ready for the spring. Because I think, honestly, Burda and Popov coming back is exactly what players like Zabarni and Serota need to maybe push them that extra level for the competition for places. So uh, hopefully, hopefully
2: hopefully they'll both be fit for when we schedule a friendly against Jordan. Uh,
0: oh, oh, that, oh, that was so good. I, uh, Depend up shooting a pass three yards to Supriaga's knees. Nil-nil, wow. no, drab, draw. I think that might be the worst Denamo display I ever saw. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah that's up yeah. Um, but onto a display that was not a bad performance from Denamo. Denamo 4 Bate 1 was 11 years ago today. Uh and there were some interesting quotes after the first game in Kiev, which was ended in a draw, I believe, in the Europa League. That's yeah. guys, yeah, so you want to say some of the quotes from uh and the last yeah, um, I
1: mean, I can let I can let Alex do the, um, not Alex, uh, well, just, I can let Eric do the uh, after Kiev one, um, if he wants, the Milevsky ones.
2: I mean, it's, like I said, I was telling these guys before, I remember watching this live, like, yeah, again, 11 years ago, I mean, I was sitting in university watching this interview on YouTube, and I remember, like, them coming and I'm not going to repeat the whole thing, because there's some expletives in it, but basically it was like a post-match interview and him who who exactly was he yelling at i think Maybe. it must have been like some delegate of was it yeah ass. i like, never i never figured out who specifically it was but someone sure who, it, that was, sure who it was exactly but it was talking to him and he basically said like yeah wait till we come to wait till we come to minsk you effing clowns um so good so good and i remember my teacher walking up behind me and got it was actually she spoke russian and the interview was in russian of course she heard it and i got in trouble for that but it was (laughs) worth it yeah and uh
0: dima what was the
2: uh the famous gusev quote it's on youtube by the way too if you ever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. check it out it's on uh, youtube
1: to post about it um uh, so, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. But Gustav, after the game, the uh, the 4-1 game where we are were, we were talking about now, which was 11 years ago um, today um, at the time of recording, he was like <clears throat> something along the lines of, you know, the weather conditions were identical, but we wanted to prove that we'll beat this team, you know, in the snow, in the desert, on the beach and anywhere else, you know. We should have... Um, we should have done it. We should have put them in their place in Kiev, you know, if, if we, um, you know, if we converted all our chances, but we proved today that they're just like um, an amateur team. Um, and, you know, he said, you know, after some, um, after apparently some some stuff they were saying um, that their players rather, you know, he said, he said something like only players of a, of a beer factory club uh, like this one could say stuff like this about us. Um, but we showed them their places on the pitch and all like that. And, you know, if Gusev gets that mad, you, you really you really know you've messed up if Gusev is this angry. And he's, like, so outspoken in the media. But, yeah, great game. And, I mean, you know, I, I think uh, Vukoevich, Milevski, and Gusevsk, and I can't remember the other one.
0: Uh, hold on. I ju- actually just had it off. One sec. I think it was Eremento. Yeah, I'm just trying to tell you what, I bet they were not happy conceding that last minute, you know, goal. Yeah, well,
1: 4 1 is 4 1 is 4 1.
0: Can I see if I can? Oh, by the way, uh, do you guys know, uh, Eric, do you know who coached uh, Bate during those, uh, during that group stage? Like
2: Goncharenko.
0: Uh huh. Yep. What? Uh, now we'll just move on to some transfer news. Zinama are urgently trying to offload Kadiri in the winter. Um, why the hell
1: was he signed in the first place? Thank he, God. Be,
0: no, actually, you know why he was signed? is Because according to that did not like behind-the-scenes Denamo documentary, that was only two episodes long, Bukhatskevich um, wanted a dynamic midfielder. So we f- went to Arsenal Tula, who almost got relegated that season before, to find our midfielder. Um They're not more interested in Petar Stanic, who's an attack, young attacking midfielder from Red Star Belgrade. I mean, I'm not a fan of doing business with Red Star Belgrade anyway. Um, I mean, but why? Like,
2: who cares? Like, if he's a a good player, he's a good
0: player. But my only thing is, but but the thing is, like, we're not even like dealing with that. He's someone who's played eight games this season entirely and
2: hasn't started well then well then that's a different argument you
0: know
2: what and, i'm saying then that that i agree with i mean i don't like i said i don't care if he's from red star Partizan. that doesn't if he's a good player he's a good player but i do agree with that in terms of last season he was in the second division in serbia and i believe it was this first year in the first league um definitely a position that we need to strengthen we've talked about this in the past attacking midfielder role that Kind of number 10 behind the striker in the four-two-three-one that Lucescu likes to play. We have zero depth in. Um, but taking a look at this, you know, in 18 matches, he's been in um, – he's been uh, – uh, he's been played in nine of those 18 matches, and most of them doesn't play the full match, nine minutes. Uh, yeah, the, the majority 13.
0: were off the bench, right? I don't
2: know yeah. If one. Yeah, I mean, he was on the bench for, for pretty much all of them, and then um, – other ones, yeah, pretty much. And then, I mean, no goals, no assists. Again, I don't want to be overcritical and just emphasize on stats. I also haven't really seen that much of him, so I can't talk too much about it. But, like I said, it is a, it is a position that we need to strengthen. Um, I mean, statistically, it doesn't look that impressive. But, again, at the same time, I'll withhold full judgment just because I haven't really watched any of him as of yet. Apparently, he's like
1: a good um... – Oh, how do you say this word? Perspectively, How do you say, like, p- like potentially... Like perspective? You, yeah. Yeah, like, he's he's good potential. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I just... He's, he's, I mean, his stats, they're really, they're, they're really not that impressive to me at all. I,
0: I, I mean, I'm not trying to knock the kid because, you know, he's still a young player and obviously, you know, he's still learning the game. He's still developing ways. He's just 20 or something like that. She so, like, like, I don't want to obviously judge him, you know, when he saws his entire career <laughs> ahead of him. I just don't think right now denamo need potential. I think we need at least proven potential. Like someone who has a good track record of goals assistant. Like well, Eric said stats are not every stats you know. are not everything. But you'd want to at least see some kind of goal involved. But as as an attacking
2: midfielder, surely you should be scoring or assisting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know who I would rather go for? The uh Dinamo Zagreb attacking midfielder, Luka Ivanushets. Oh wow. Well. I wish, and I tell you what, you could probably the amount of turmoil that goes on in Dinamo Zagreb, you could probably get them on the cheap as well.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of players, you know, from a, the fast, you know, a couple of years, I would have loved to sign, um, which are, you know they're slowly going to other clubs, which you know, you know, perhaps if we were run better, we'd be, you know, we'd be looking to get them in. But I mean, Lovro Meyer who um. He's now at Ren and he's playing very well for them. He's playing very well for the national team. Um he signed for um well he signed for Ren for um how much is it? Can he's an attacking midfielder, by the way, can also play um on the right wing, I believe, or or on the left, but I, I think it's right. Um but he moved to Ren for 12 million, which you know, fair enough, that's you know, it's quite a lot. But he only signed for Dinamo Zagreb in 2018 and he cost two and a half million. I mean, like if we had better scouts, you know, like, come on, we'd have, you know, a player like that on our hands.
0: Well, well, it's like, you know, we spent six and a half million on François when that could buy five Dusan Vlahovic's, you know.
1: Yeah, well, scouting, I mean, I don't know how many times we've said it already on this podcast and previous episodes, scouting is just non-existent.
0: Um, and last bit of news is that Abel Ferreira rejected the This is an interesting one because he's a he's a coach who currently is the manager of Palmeiras, and they just won the Copa Libertadores. Um, and the,
1: if he's won trophies, I'd take him. And if he's like modern, quite modern,
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I think this would be a great, you know, long term Luchescu replacement. If you That'd know, yeah,
1: what, what's up, Tima? That'd be a good appointment, I said,
0: yeah, and um, I don't see um why this couldn't and he's young too he's only 42 um so i don't see why this couldn't be you know on the short list of managers uh when it's time time eventually to move on from Luchescu. Um but
1: if he rejected us well our hands are kind of tied
0: oh he rejected i didn't i didn't oh, i didn't realize he rejected the um well when when did we go in for him that's the that's the main question though yeah um, i
1: actually missed that to be honest with you because uh, here's the
0: thing. If he rejected Dinamo like 2019, well, yeah, I don't blame him for rejecting Dinamo, but yeah. Luchesko could leave a better team in two, three years' time than one that he inherited. That could be something more attractable for someone like him. Or uh, what was that Croatian coach that Dinamo was linked to for some time?
1: Uh, I know I know who you're talking uh, about.
0: Oh, he's at now. Biel,
1: Bielitzer or something. Biel, Biel, Bielitzer, is it? Or had that said uh, there. um there. Okay, so I've got the
0: oh Bielitsa, not Bielitsa. Biel, yeah. Yeah, so like um, someone like you know, and they're actually they're top of the Croatian right now as well. Top of the league. Yeah.
1: Wow, well, <laughs> you know.
0: Hey, fair fair play to him. I mean, it's.
1: Can you it's, go on a transfer mark, uh, they Yeah, very important criteria. No, uh, Bielitsas. I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll just yeah. I'll just do it through here. I wonder what f- formation he plays.
1: I think it's just like a 4-3-3 three, three kind of thing. I mean, we could do a 4-3-3. Three, three. Yeah, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing like crazy. So ha- there's a very important factor. Oh, he's won trophies, I'd take him. <laughs> Simple as that. If he knows how to win, uh, um, but, you know, that's a big factor in whether or not I'm happy.
0: 4-3-1. Uh, yeah, yeah, he plays okay, a 4
1: well. 2 uh, You know, he's doing well. He's doing yeah. well.
0: I mean, he's coached. He's kind of been around, like his career in like different countries, so that stuff like that. So I don't think that hurts either. That's one. who
1: I wanted us to get, actually, not Lecesko. I wanted us to get him before I, you know, for you know, for the record. So yeah,
0: don't don't love them getting knocked out by uh, CSK Sofia, though. But I don't know what their squad was like at the time. I don't know what COVID yeah. and stuff like that.
1: I can't imagine they're that good.
0: I don't, I don't think I know anyone from this side. Oh, they have gone. Oh, Chib-
1: oh, yeah, but he's online, I believe. He is oh, on no, on he's, from... he's
0: online. He's
1: like online for them, not. He's on, I thought he was on loan from LASK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I, I, thought, I got it the other way around. I thought he was on loan from them, not for them.
0: Ah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, this still doesn't look like the best team in world history, with all due respect. Like, like no, Denama's not no, roster looks no, much no, better than this. i to
1: be honest; I haven't really ever watched them play, but the mark yeah, that's fair. Highest. Yeah, I know it's like a mark opinion, but you know.
0: yeah. Um. So on to some match reviews, and Dinamo had a ten out of ten performance against Midnight. So we're gonna go start previewing Vedas. Um. No, it, it was not that uh, Dinamo actually kind of sucked on uh, Saturday. Was it Saturday the game? It was Saturday. Yeah. yeah, they were kind of shit.
1: I was, I was fuming, Honestly, I was fuming in that second half. The first half, I mean, complacency again, man. Complacency again. Not taking their job seriously. You know, unprof- completely unprofessional. How many times? How many times have I said this? You know, it's completely unprofessional approach. <clears throat> to the to the to the game, you know, trying too much, you know, sh- not. I wouldn't even say show about him. They just like they just look so like, oh yeah, we, this is in the bag. We don't need to try, um well they haven't got the class to show, but have they? So, um yeah, and I mean, if 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 we had more professional players, that game would be done and dusted by the first half. I mean, I thought, yeah. you know, in general, I thought we were sometimes we were playing some good stuff, just like the lack of accuracy. Uh, maybe yeah. as you know, what a what a surprise, you know. When have I ever seen that before? Apart from every other game from Dynamo for the past maybe uh four, four five years. Um, but yeah, second half. I mean Minai mean, brought on Silisnyov, you know, they started pressing and we we almost crumbled. We almost well, we you know, we almost capitulated. I think you know, they had three pretty like pretty, you know, clear-cut chances that. Miraculously, luckily, they didn't score. Um,
0: I'll tell you what, as well, like I, I was just waiting for that moment when that's was going to get a penalty, yeah, and I it was, almost came too.
1: Yeah, they, they almost got a penalty there, they mind you. Yeah, they almost they had a penalty, rightfully. They, were, they had it turned down. Um, I think they handballed it in the yeah, there's up, a so. in the, of
0: the pen. Um, I mean, the only thing I will say from a positive is I actually thought the second goal was pretty good. Like that little. Yeah, that, that, that was a good goal. It was well taken as well. Um, you know, Sidor showing some skill that I didn't know he had in his locker, not making a Minai defender. Good ball in, and then shot I mean, that's the that's sort of finish you'd expect from a player like Shaparezko, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, is there really much more to add on this performance? I mean,. it it was Dinamo played poorly and I had a good 10 minutes, but overall they were probably poor as well. And it's, it, you know, I said this and this kind of goes along with the Venice and Zaria game to end end the first half of the year, but like, I'm not really bothered about the performances. I just want to pick up the points because I'm convinced that a lot of these players will not play a big, factor in the spring and I, I i'm honestly convinced that players you'll see more players like diallo and voloshin hopefully in the squad in the spring so that'll bring fresh energy and hopefully improve performances mm. so i i really could not be bothered right now if the performances are bad as long as we're picking up points there's just two games to go to the winter break in the league just just get six points from six that we should go into the winter break and then luchesco has to completely do he has to do something with the squad i know he can't really rebuild it but so something's got to go on here. You need to
1: put some of the under-19s in, for real. I'm not saying, you know, you know it's impossible to just say, you know, get rid of all of them and replace them with under-19, you know, that's not how it works. But, you know, at least the good ones, the very good ones, like Diallo, yeah. you know.
0: Diallo, Brashko, Ball, um, Voloshen, is there anyone else I'm missing that could, Yatsik? you know, is within a shout. Like, those, or Nishteret, like those, four, or Viv those five or six, seven guys should be playing in the winter games I, I would honestly rather see like players like Burda and Papa who are getting fit after their injuries and a lot of the United teams players I know what most of these first team players can do I don't need to see thepenna you know playing on the left again for yeah against... uh, actually
1: apparently Vierbich started it was his birthday and he started um, yeah but, that, um, but that's another uh, one I,
0: he, he, he thinking,
1: like, yeah this, this is probably his last lesson of uh, lesson uh, this is last season with us. Uh, I've heard.
0: And the thing is, I think verbic is a better player than Depena. But then when he comes yeah, out, naturally
1: got more talent, technique, but.
0: But the problem is, is like if you're not going to play him, at least give him five, ten minutes in some games, and then you automatically start him. Well, no, I think Dima, you said in our chat, like no wonder he looks rusty when he barely even gets a sniff off the bench, and then all of a sudden you start him, plays yeah, poorly. But,
1: you know, I, I just think you know in his current <laughs> his current form, I don't think he's really helping us very much i mean i
0: th- i think now is also the best time to get rid of because we, what is he 27
1: yeah yeah should be his prime right now it should be his prime
0: yeah um i and he's had uh, picked up a couple of niggles like for injury some oh yeah he's been
1: getting injury after injury
0: after yeah injury. I, th- I think i think it's time to uh to get rid um eric do you have anything to add on the uh, midnight
2: I mean, pretty much everything's already been said. It was a really poor performance and uh, second half, especially like Dima said, we almost crumbled multiple times. A um, little too complacent in the first half, um, you know, frankly against the team that we should be hammering and turning it on against. Um, but I mean, again, nothing really else new to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go from that into previewing Vadis uh, and Eric. This has to be, this has to be going after Vetus from minute one.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, just to talk a little bit about the bigger picture here, and I don't want to get too far ahead in terms of especially talking about Zoria, because I know we'll do that next week, but you guys can tell me if you agree or disagree, but for me, I'm rotating against Benfica and I'm playing first teams against Vetus and then against Zoria. Okay. Zoria is going to be a tough match. We should beat them. We beat them earlier in the season. Um, and we have uh, – oh, what's his name? Brazoria hasn't been playing with them because he's been demoted for not signing a new contract, Kocherin. Um, so that's a pretty big loss for them. So for me, kind of looking ahead to this, this is a, this is a match that, again, I mean, take a look at Vedas right now. Um, so, I mean, they're actually doing respectably in the league. They're currently sitting in eighth. Um you know, last couple fixtures have been okay, so they drew against Inhulets, lost against Zoria, beat Metalist, lost to Kolos. before that uh, beat Mariupol and chorno Um, You know, earlier in the season, I mean, we beat them up uh, 4-0, so I'll be looking for more of the same from them, but again, to kind of get into the bigger picture, first team here, I'm rotating against Benfica. I'm not necessarily saying I'm throwing that match out the window and I don't care, but Looking at the bigger picture, I think it's very important with no European football to play for. And especially, I mean, we know we're not going to be winning with this squad. We're not winning any European trophies, right? I mean, realistically, we can win the cup and we can win the league. And that's what we should be focusing on, especially now mathematically that we're eliminated from Europe. Rotate. Try and give Benfica a, touch, a tough match, but let's keep our starters fresh because that Zoria match is going to be difficult right before the winter break. Yeah. And let's sure and let's make sure that we collect six points out of six before we head into the winter break. Um, but specifically for this match, yeah, I mean, again, I'm praying that we don't see another performance like we did against Minai because this is another team that we should, on paper, we should be beating three, four nil.
0: Yeah, so I just want to go straight from that into the uh, preferred starting lineup. And Eric, you said you wanted to rotate for the Benfica. Do you agree or do you right.
2: disagree with that? No, I mean, I, I, for me, I, I, what's what's the point that, of throwing out our starters? Especially, again, given who we have coming up in the rotation before the winter break, to me, what's the point of playing our starters against Benfica?
0: No, and I listen, you know, I, I'm not against it. I would actually rather us practically play the U19s and a lot of the younger guys against Benfica just because to give them that European experience. Cause let's be honest, the U-19s deserve to play in the actual champions league more than the majority of the first team.
2: I mean, I could make, you make that argument about, about the UPL too, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, talk about a player like Neistar hundred percent. That's a match that he should be playing and is the match yep. against Benfica. No questions asked. You Why know, again, um,
1: I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a dead rubber. I mean, it's a dead rubber, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe, maybe to get some pride back, but I mean, there's when when you weigh it up, there's a more important game than yeah. I think and, can, and, and quite like frankly, we don't, we don't have the squad to you know give it probably give it all, you know give you know, it all you know have all our best players on the pitch you know given hundred percent for two games on a on paper we don't have that.
0: And, and like I said, like it's not entirely. I don't think we're entirely surprised that we're out of Europe already with one point after five games, right? Also considering. Okay, maybe except for Barcelona and away and Byron away, those were probably two dreadful performances. But the performances haven't been terrible. I oh, mean, as bad as
2: last season, no, yeah,
0: I, that's what I'm saying. I would rather take what we've done this year than last year because at least we're competing it's, against decent, yeah, which
2: is funny. Because last season we advanced, and this season we, I mean, obviously we had a bit of a tougher group this year than last year, well, but
1: we don't have Ferenc Varos this season, though. yeah, yeah, exactly,
2: to them, but
0: yeah. And, like, that's why I'm saying, like, I have no problem, you know, rotating um, for the European game because – I and sometimes you get better performances sometimes from players, maybe more motivation kind of that they've been rotated. Uh, But so if we're going to do a preferred lineup – and, I mean, we've done a bit of a preview for Benfica so we could do the preferred lineup now as well. Um, Goalkeeper for Venice, I would go Bustan. Back for – Mick Collins. well, fullbacks, I would go Mick so Who would you guys want to right back?
2: Mm, Kenzora.
0: All right, Kenzora right back. Center backs, Zabarni Serata. Yes. Usual midfield three.
2: Yep.
0: Um. Front three, Vitinho, Tsegankov, Garmash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, on that note, let's just do the quick preferred 11 for uh, Benfica, because I think we can make some interesting choices on this Nashra. Vivcharenko. Uh, Dinchik. And then Shabanov, Zabarnia, centre-back.
2: Oh, please pl- pl- not
1: Shabanov. Why? Like,
0: why, though? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Against,
1: I'm sorry, but he struggled against, um, what's their name? Minab.
0: I, I just don't think we have much more I, I, But, like, it game. doesn't matter.
2: Like it, like I said, yeah, I'm not trying true. to say I throw the game plan out the window, but, like, I just want players rested before Zoria. It's been a congested and, schedule and with you, European football in the UPL.
0: And you know what I would even do? After, like, an app, like, I know we criticize Zuchesko for, like, the set substitutions, but this is one of those games where, like, you start some of the regular guys, but then, like, once you hit, like, an hour, you just pull them off. Like, for example, after an hour, I would take off uh, Zabarini and put on ball. Yeah, yeah. Heck, would start
2: I'd start ball. Why not? Right.
0: Um, then midfield three, I would go Brashko, Yatsik, and Shaparinko. No, I don't
2: not, so... not Shaparenko. I want him i want him rested. That's
0: it. Then would you start maybe Garma uh, no Garmash is gonna start on the No
2: Shepelev or Andreevsky. Again. Well no, like... Shepelev no, and no.
0: Andreevsky, you mean. Yeah, no, yes. exactly.
2: We're not exactly spoiled for choice, are we? Um, uh, but, I mean, but, again, this 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 result means absolutely no, nothing. No, it means nothing. Yeah.
0: Well, would you even consider leaving players like Shaparenko and like Garmash at home, not even have them travel to Lisbon?
2: Excuse it's me. Actually, um, it's an interesting thought. Um, like, if you're not, if like, listen, I mean, this game means nothing. I'd I'd have them.
0: I'd have them on the bench.
2: I yeah, mean, but then then it's what? like, but then it's like, what for? Like, maybe if there's an injury, God forbid. Or I, you know what? Like-
0: can, can I be honest? I think we can't, we, we can't, just,
2: we can't just put it uh, at all. We can't just say, oh, well, no?
0: I think, honestly, I would rather leave Shapelyev and Andreevsky at home and just start Yatsik Brashko as like the two deeper midfielders and have Sidorchuk and uh, Shapa on the bench. It'll never yeah. happen, but yeah.
2: I mean, maybe okay. Yeah, they can travel, but I'd still okay, rather yeah, them. I'd, I'd,
0: but, I'd still yeah. rather
2: rest them, like keep them um, on the bench. Like,
0: unless there's an injury or a red card, they stay on the bench. But otherwise, I would love to give Brashko and Yatsik the 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be bringing them on if they're down by if they're down by like three goals or something like that, I wouldn't be like, okay, bring on Shaparenko now to overturn yeah. this. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. And like I said, I hate to have that mentality that I don't care because I do care, but I, I'm just trying to keep in mind realistically, we want we, we want, we want, to win, we want to win trophies and mathematically we are out right now. We are out. I still want to play for pride, but I'm trying to, th- like I said, logically, I want to be prepared for Zoria.
0: Yeah, and also, like, considering Waxtap kind of have some easy fixtures, they finish on Leviev and Alexandria So you would expect them to get six points. Well,
2: well, yeah, but again, Alexandria is a team that beat them earlier in the season, so.
0: Oh, my God, they did. That's right. Well, yeah, but you already you already know there's going to be some dodgy decisions though, uh, going against them since they beat them early in the year.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, okay, what about front three? I'd go Lednev on the right wing. Left wing, that do and up top Skurin.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that. And then I would want Diallo and Volushin on the bench, though. Yeah. Right. whos Who against? Who against? Benfica. Yeah. So how hmm. how we're allowed? What nine on the bench, right? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So I on the bench. I, so let me just get the starting lineup done first. I would do. What is it? goal, or what we would do? Vivcharenko, Shabanov, Ball, Timchik, Brashko, Yatsik, and um, Brashko, Yatsik, and Shepeliev in the middle. Front three: Verbich, uh, what's his name? Lenyev, Skurin, and then my bench would be Ramirez. So Garmash is one that would not travel at all. Because he's a, he's a little older than like Shaparenko, I think I would rather rest him completely. Gar uh Ramirez, Voloshantialo, Shaparenko, Sidorchuk, and then maybe like Zebarni, Keunzora, and like a goalkeeper on the bench. That's that's all it would be. Morgun. Morgun. And like my I thinking have is about him. and my thinking would be like, ideally, do not make subs unless you have to. That that's kind of my mentality for the game
2: mm Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm good with
0: that. I like that. Yeah.
2: Obviously, we'll wait for next episode to get into the Zodia preview. But yeah. again, that would be a starting regular starting lineup
0: for me. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, we have to wait. You know, because we don't know if there's gonna be suspensions I mean, or we, anything like that. But
2: we we need to finish with six out of six, and the will be points with yeah. these last yeah. two matches.
1: Yeah, no, there's quite simply no option. There's 100%. no percent.
0: Yeah, so it, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, early kickoff again this Saturday. It's a two o'clock kickoff, look, a 1400 hour kick, look, kickoff time. uh um, four. Seven, seven, seven for, us. for us, yeah. Uh, so if you enjoyed getting up for midnight, uh, you better be ready to get up for Venice. Um, hopefully, there's a good crowd at the game. It's in Lutzko. You know, Denal haven't played in Lutzk in a really long time.
1: Well, you, I, need to, you, need, you need these certificates. So, but yeah, it could be. Yeah.
2: Another thing too about that match is so there's no suspensions for this one, but uh, Vitinho and Depen are one yellow each away from suspension. Yeah, that that could be
0: that could be uh, that could be a bit of. A well, problem.
1: Funny how funny how Vitinho has more yellow. Oh wait, no, he doesn't have any more uh, than goal contributions at this point, does he? Because he has Vorskla, Chernomorets, Chernomorets. Uh, he has as many then. He has as many yellows as he has goal contribution. Depena. Okay. Uh, no, uh, Vitinho.
0: Would Would you consider playing to pen in any of these last games, or he for you? Guys, if If you guys were in charge, would he even not be rostered for these games?
2: I, uh, he just he's such a one dimensional player. I, I I would. I'd give a chance to Diallo against like Benfica, for example. I mean, we're would, rotating, but yeah, I'd I, mean, I yeah, would well, rather. why not for him in the deep end? I mean, if if, if if
1: if it's not like a game that's, you know, if you if he plays badly, well, it <laughs> decides nothing anyway. So you don't
0: Would you rather Diallo on the bench for Verez and Zoria or Depena on the bench?
1: Oh, Diallo, come on.
2: Easily. No question about it at all. Eric? Yeah, same. I mean, I would honestly play Diallo against... I'd let him start against Benfica.
1: I don't see why not, honestly. I mean, yeah, just... Yeah, now that I think of it, yeah, just why not a few surprises? If it's going to be the same, you know, old... I can probably, well, to be honest, this is probably exactly what it's going to be. I can, I hope it won't be, but it's probably going to be. Bushan in goal, Kinjora, Zabarny, Sirata, Mikolinka, um, Sidorchuk, Shaparenko, Bujalski, Tsugankov, and uh, I'm going to say Depena, and like, probably it should be Garmash, but yeah, uh, it's probably going to be that again, probably going to be something like that.
0: Are you guys confident we could pick are you guys confident we can pick up six from six?
1: I mean we're playing so is it so is Zerea and isn't it? Who's left? Yeah. Yeah. I think we should be. I think we should be. I mean Zerea they've they've been pretty poor this season. Pretty Yeah, I
2: mean, mean they're currently sitting in I don't. Think, I don't. think, think they I don't
1: even think they're third anymore. Yeah, I think they're fourth. I think they're fourth. Yeah. yeah. Which you know, when you, when you take into account the manager they've got, the players that you know, they've still got a few half decent
2: players. I mean, they just lost to Lviv, yeah. um yeah, exactly. before the yeah. Alexandria match.
1: Not, yeah. Then they've not. They've really not been great. But I think you know, fourth with a squad and manager, they've got. I think fourth is. Give or take the lowest they can.
2: And I mean, start. obviously, the whole situation with Kocherin is not yeah. helping. I mean, if you take a look yeah. at his his stats that's, that's through quite, quite quite clearly through ten matches, he had. I believe it was like five goals and three assists. So yeah, four did. out of four out of five matches, he had a goal oh, contribution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is not Zorio's podcast, but yeah, dropping him. I, because, no, uh, I'm just saying in terms of Dynamo yeah, for yeah, something I, that I should hopefully us. Yeah, because he, he dropped him. Up, what are they smoking? Yeah. He assisted um, Zoria's goal in the 90th minute when they um, when they played us and we lost yeah. or we won two to yeah, one. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, and you already know he's not going to be there next year. There's no chance he's going to be there next year. He's going to
2: go to Metalist. I'm yeah. calling that right
0: now. Which I I could understand that from his mm-hmm. perspective, like why he'd rather go to Metalist and, or staying at Zarya, but like, listen, it's it. Do they I, really need
1: him, though? Who? Well, Zarya? Um, she, yeah, did, no, Metalist. Do they
0: really need him? I mean, it's it would he would improve the roster because I mean,
1: yeah, 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 he would, but like, I mean, he's a big. He's he's not gonna go there for you know earning pennies,
0: is he? I mean, it would be an upgrade yeah, over... Vol- who plays on the right wing now from Italy? It's like Volodymyr Tancic, whose highest U- U- uh, UPL level was with Sevastopol. And all
1: I'd it. say better than the left, but...
2: I wouldn't have minded taking him as a backup number 10. I don't know if he would have accepted that, but... Yeah, I would- we- I would have taken him as a backup number ten or someone to compete with Bujanski for the number ten spot because I mean he's how old 25, 26, I think or something like that. But I think he's I think he's, I think he's a decent a decent UPL player. Well, I think we he's
1: he's- to go to Syria this summer. Like I, like every two days we were here in the room. You know Syria 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 and he just never went.
0: No, I don't think. So. I don't
2: I don't remember.
1: Yes,
0: yeah, Spetsia I think it was. Yes, I was just checking his transfer work profile. It says he plays on as a right winger. So I mean,
2: well, normally he plays like they would play yeah, with like a four three a four three one two, or like there would be three kind of central midfielders, yeah. and he would play like the left center. Because I believe isn't he left footed? He's right footed. Oh, he is right. Why am I thinking he's left footed? Okay, well, normally he would play as one of those like wide central, like not as the 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 one in the middle, but one of the two on the outside.
0: Yeah. Um, I. Okay, not to get too involved in East but like, do you think he go? Do you think he leaves Zoria in the winter or summer? Because mm, I'm only he, saying that, I'm he saying
2: he hasn't played for the last what four or five matches. And I'm
0: only saying this because Krasnikovs. First of all, Krasnikov was at the number, wasn't he? Not too yes. long ago. Yeah. So it's somewhat number related. Yes. But he said that he wants a lot of their signings done over the winter, so they have time to adapt with the team before the UPL.
2: I mean, again, I, I don't know, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm him, it would make sense. I mean, yeah, I, know you're, I, I know you're going down to the Persia, but you're going down to a team that you know is going to get promoted. You're going to come right back yeah. up. And I, despite the fact that I want to see them get hammered, I have a hard time seeing them as a relegation candidate in the, no. in the, in the Premier League. I mean, I'm, they'll they, be back and
0: they'll stay up. So the, I, I would expect them next year to be top six at worst.
2: I mean, again, for him, I mean, he's, he's not playing right now. Yeah. So, and he's going to be right back up in six months in the, in the UPL. And so I mean, and also, it makes Me- sense.
0: And, yeah. So um, it'll be interesting. Uh, game kicks off against Vedas this Saturday, 1400 hours in Lutsk, seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And Dima, what time's the game in UK? Noon, right? I
1: think it's about 12. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it'll be a good one. The game is on football again. So good luck finding a stream for that one. Uh, and Dima, if someone wants to contact you, how could they do that? Yeah,
1: 1927 Dima as always.
0: Uh, Eric, someone wants to get in contact with you?
2: Yeah, at Libovic, as always.
0: And if you want to get into contact with me, your host, you can find me on Twitter at lishik 7 That's L Y S Z Y K, then the number seven. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do that at Denamo Abroad. And if you want to get in contact with the show, send us a DM on Twitter or you can send us an email to Denamo Abroad Podcast at gmail.com. Well, from everyone here at Denamo Abroad, thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Dynamo.